What up? It's Alex here from the Same Play team, and this is Everybody Asks, your favorite segment where we scour the internet, we go through Reddit, other websites, you ask us questions, we look at questions in the YouTube comments, all that stuff, and we answer with hard-hitting truths and opinions about shit involving the music business, stuff involving um, creative things, and that jazz. So let's go to the first question, Court. All right. This um, is where, so the, the way this works is it cuts here, by the way, and then we do the intro, and then it cuts back. That's the only intro? We'll, we'll do an intro down the road. But that, I'm just putting a, 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 I'm putting it out there. All right, first question. All right, El Guapo 669 on Reddit. El Guapo 669. Asks, is the album dead? Is the album dead? Uh, No. No. I, it's actually, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it really depends. I think that um, there's artists that do a really good job of, like, you look like Tierra Whack right now. Like, if you know how to keep people's attention and to create an experience around an album where you want to flow from song to song to song, you're incentivized to do it, or like Travis, how he blended all the music together, then yeah. Um, the album is alive and well, but if you're just picking, like, your best 12 songs and slapping them together, that wasn't really a dope album anyways. That was just 12 songs you slapped together. Next. All right, um, another one from Reddit. This is, uh, Sierra O and the O is zero. Is it possible to achieve success in the music industry nowadays without a strong online presence? No. All right, next question. Next question. V underscore underscore Messiah. Uh, all they said, MGK versus Eminem. How should legacy artists be approaching things in 2018? How should legacy artists be approaching things in 2018? I think you got to have... I think, one, we're in this crazy time where I, I don't really think any artist is done anymore. Like, there was a time because you would have to physically go and buy a product or you would have to physically look out something look out for something. In order to engage with an artist, you had to be active. Now you can passively find anything. And because you can passively just sit back and listen and you go through Twitter and 20 million people are talking about things, Instagram, um, it makes it so that as an artist, you always have a shot, right? And if you have a shot and you have attention, like a bigger artist like an Eminem or a Jay-Z, the way I think you got to approach it is by taking on new terrain. I think Eminem's 444 is a really great example of it. Um, it's an album that I think, you know, we as consumers have wanted from him for a minute. And it's a topic that that's new and fresh, not just to Jay, but really to hip-hop in general um, and music in general, about an artist getting older, looking at things from the OG perspective and showing you the ropes. And yeah, I mean, I don't think every artist needs to do that. I don't think Eminem needs to do that. Or, you know, Eminem really did great with this album. I don't think any any longtime artist needs to do that. I think what they need to do is figure out something new and unique that their audience is looking for that's not the same old, same old, um, and present it in a dope way. Next question. This yep. one's from Cora. What's, Shout out to Cora. What's the future of music industry in Africa? Future of music industry and 
All right, well, I, I can't specifically talk to Africa, right? Um, but what I can say is, is talk more about the global nature of where music is headed. Um, you know, I, I think if you look at the way that YouTube is growing and the way that Google is really getting into uh, different territories, I think if you look at the way Spotify is is opening up, you know, deep genre playlists um, and really building and growing them out. Um, if you look at the way Apple Music is doing the same thing, it's it's so much easier to find music that's not from an area that you're from. YouTube is actually usually the first place that that happens just because they've got the most access in, in territories like that. So I think what you're gonna see is, is as African music grows, it's going to develop on YouTube, it's gonna to continue to grow. I think you're gonna see Spotify and Apple Music really try to penetrate and take advantage of the opportunities there. Um, and artists, I think, are now becoming more savvy on how to make that conversion, how to make the leap from Spotify to Apple, I mean, sorry, from YouTube, to a Spotify, to an Apple Music, to an Amazon. I, I think that what you're gonna see is a lot more focus on per market advertising um, from some of these bigger artists out there uh, to help penetrate new markets with content that specifically talks to the US, to the EU, and, and so on and so forth. Um, and then content that specifically shouts out DSPs that are popular in those areas. And that's not just an African music thing. I think that's going to happen worldwide. All right, last question. Oh, this is coming from Reddit. The suit burns better with a Z. The suit burns better? What are some key tips of making a really good documentary? The suit burns better. What are key tips of making a documentary that's good? One, I think, I, I think the story's just got to be compelling. You got to know who you're telling the story to. Who's the person that you want to have watch your documentary and it's got to be compelling you know if if the 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 story that you're trying to tell is targeted to you and you are interested in it then other people are going to be interested in it most likely so making sure you have that down is an important part but then i think the other thing is not to get wrapped up in all the bullshit of um, getting the right equipment or doing all the right things. It's about what the story is and how to tell the story all the way through. Storyboarding. And I think a lot of times, like I watch a lot of documentaries on Netflix and we're working on a documentary. I think the big issue that happens with directors is they're so focused on how production is going to work and getting and, you know, budgeting things out. And, and they're missing the point on how do you tell the story all the way through? And then from there, get your budget. And from there, do, you know, all the things that come afterwards. What I mean by telling your story through, literally sitting, storyboarding. This is how I see scene one going. Scene two, scene three, for a 90-minute, whatever the fucking run length needs to be, to be a feature documentary. If your story's right, and if you believe in it, I, I think you can make a really dope documentary. Next section, what I learned today, or what did you learn today? Okay, okay. You know what you're gonna talk about, right? This is where this is where we cut to the outro. 
So, thank you, paying attention. Um, two things before we go. One is my favorite subject. It's called What I Learned Today. What I Learned Today is... What I Learned Today is on YouTube, if you want to build a channel and you can't upload every day, use the community tab. Get in there. Post every day. That's straight from YouTube. That's good advice. Not from me, from YouTube. Trust them, not me on that. And then, um, yeah, that's that. Thanks for checking us out, guys. Um, if you want to see your questions get answered on the next episode, just drop it in the comment. Um, if there's any tips or tricks that you're trying to learn, please, like, in the comments. We're also on Reddit. We're watching on Twitter. Hashtag everybody asks. Um, I'm at the ball god and make sure to follow at same plate um, on basically everything Instagram Twitter I think our Facebook is same plate co though same plate dot co you get everything um, yeah thank you